The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. the wrestling mayhem showed episode 849 tuesdays we've been talking about professionalized wrestling i am mike sorg at sorgatron on the twitter here in the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pennsylvania and we got a fun one for you everybody's kung fu fighting well you'll, you'll get why that is in a moment but first of all from beacon new york he's the only mayor with a future endeavor letter from the wwe he is mad mike i'm kind of confused but why i'm sure i'm sure the kicks are fast as lightning <laughs> Her, her head don't feel good right now that's for sure mm-hmm. holy crap nxt mm-hmm. uh, by the way the next person you introduce should definitely do some ham-fisted segue into the next line of the song so we have you know progression what i don't oh, okay well next up to hopefully connect the whatever you just set up right now yeah is the man who's hold every job except for the one mike has in the past in professional wrestling ronnie starks uh, I'm, I'm singing the uh, Everybody Was Kung Fu Lightning lyrics in my head, and I can't think of the next oh, line. Mm. So uh, I just punch and kick, brother, because, you know. I just punch and Ronnie, kick. Ronnie, Ronnie, it's just a little bit frightening. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. And but... and Ro- Ronnie pods with expert timing. <laughs> finish it off. And See, Tina knows it. What's that? Tina chatting. The, the chat's got the chat will always save us. And our special guest for this evening, uh, he is the author of Quests for the Dragon Star and Oral History of WMAC Masters. And this is all Ronnie's fault uh, with us. <laughs> Christopher Landis is with us. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, this is really cool to be here. And thank you for not leaving me to uh, complete the lyrics because I probably would have spaced on it. Uh, I'm a dad of two young kids and I'm up way past my bedtime. So apologies in advance. It's okay. There were funky Chinamen from funky Chinatown. I am not saying that. And they, yeah, they I don't know if that holds up in 23. No, it's, no. it's, it's I'm, I'm saying, saying lyrics. That. It's saying lyrics. It's, it's Lots probably. of things are in lyrics that a person like me shouldn't say. <laughs> that's, that's, Yes, exactly. Don't look at my playlist. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> no, Chris, thank you so much. Of course, this is we're going to talk uh, uh, at length here in a couple of segments about the book, and you're going to tag along for Mayhem Mania here uh, as well. I understand. Uh, so, so thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Excellent. This is gonna be the this is gonna be the second time we've had someone who's written a book on a promotion in Mayhem Mania. Who was the other one? Joseph. The Joseph. Oh, did he write a book? Remember, he said he had the book on Lucha Underground. Oh, he had like the book that he wrote of he the story had, yeah. guide. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what you meant. Okay. I, I, that that counts. That counts. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it does count. Um, but this is, well, we're making history again here, but you can check out everything and be a part of history at WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all of the archive uh, that, you know, hasn't been broken because of old servers or whatever. Um, it's deep. It's deep. Who knows what's happening back there? It goes back until 2006. Um, but anyways, uh, you can also hit us up at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, 412-206-WMS0 is the hotline at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. And we have a Wrestling Mayhem Show 
uh, Facebook group uh, where a lot of great discussion is happening. Also, over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Discord. That's where I've been dumping my New Japan thoughts when I'm watching them on Saturday and Sunday mornings after they air. Um, and also, we do have a Reddit if you want to start a conversation over there. And we are live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook uh, as well as the YouTube, the Twitch for Sorgatron Media, and the IndieWrestling.us uh, Facebook. No, not the Facebook. Excuse me. The YouTube, the Twitch, and on IndieWrestling.network. So wherever you would like to check that out. And we do have all the chat rooms up so that we can see. You guys can be a part of this show and geek out with us over wrestling. Um, and or tell us what's going on on... <laughs> Our new competitor, Major League Wrestling on Reels Channel. Um, that's and with our friend Joe Dabrowski, who was at the beginning. Joe Dabrowski is at two places at one time because he'll be on Reels at 10 o'clock and he's on the opening for our show when we start today. So thank you for Joe for multitasking, I guess. Um, anyways, where was I in my list? Um, you can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcast provider as well um and uh thank you to our patron supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show our friends at the finest show level as well as ed burke team hamifist and bobby of jtown at the poppy club level dave profa Potter, clipper of all things sorg related and rats in the trench coat tony kincaid I'm not going to get used to that. Um, at the Pizza Club level, Doc Rowdy and The Riz, who, uh, by the way, had a great uh, 2K22 MyGM session with Dutters from this past weekend. You can go check out that on the YouTube page. I think we got DMCA takedown on Twitch. So go to the YouTube uh, page for Wrestling Mayhem Show to watch that. And at the... No, oh, I already said that one. At the manager level, Bradley, as well as the overly caffeinated mother of dragons, Tina Keys out there out west. And <laughs> the... Um, I want to go with Mad Mike. Don't try to Patreon anyone else on the way through the parking lot. Because he gives $37. Yeah, yeah NXT parking lot's very dangerous. Yes, and also temporarily at the pitch black level of the Wrestling Mayhem Show contributions. Yes, so, because just make sure you don't add an extra zero, guys. Um, anyways. <laughs> I, I really pop for the clerks uh, joke. Mm -hmm. I try to uh, keep my composure. Good, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, Every, everything's fine. You guys can support the show too, where you'll get fabulous extra opportunities to be a part of Mayhem Mania. This week, several of you on Patreon uh, suggested more people to be put in space jail today, and we're going to find out after the uh, after the break today what that is when Dutters joins us. But let's get into it. First of all, Mike Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodesing. He sure is. He sure is, Sorg. Um, adrenaline in our souls. We all cry for Cody Rhodes. Is Cody just going to regale us with, with a story about his dad every week that's going to make us cry, genuinely? Um, I, I because, I mean, so. I'm sure he has plenty of them, you know. Yeah, I, I assume that's what it is. I mean, like, I, I do love the fact that... Um, so Heyman came out for those who didn't watch and you really should watch because Raw was actually really good this week. Mm -hmm. um, three women's matches, which we never get like that. That's an NXT tradition. Uh, and um, so Heyman came out and Cody said, everyone's trying to make this personal. I just want to win a championship. And then Heyman, well, he fucked up. 
<laughs> and he made it personal. Yes. And now I'm way more interested. I it's still it's like I don't know how much stock they can get off mentioning Dusty Rhodes as many times as they can. Well, the entire storyline is is about Dusty. Yeah, but I I feel like we need like I know it's probably not going to happen, but I think Dustin needs to show up at some point. Well, yeah, and, and who knows? And maybe there will be a deal that he comes over because he's already been kind of alluded to here in in uh, Monday's Monday's promo. And of mm-hmm. course, for those that didn't check out Monday night, he I was Paul and and Cody were alluding to. Uh, a period in late ECW history around 2000 where the roads were not doing well. I think uh, WCW had shuttered at that point and they weren't, they weren't financially doing well. Um, um, I don't think WCW had shuttered at that point. At least Dusty was outed. Dusty was no, not Dust, a part of it. Dusty was done. Yeah, yeah. Dusty so. was done there because ECW shut before WCW. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I guess uh, Paul had given him uh, some spots on some ECW shows. And uh, and and I remember here. I, I know there's there's some DVDs from from you know mid two thousands of uh, wrestling promotions with, with Dusty on it a lot too. So um, yeah, they're basically talking about the uh, setting up the Carino Dusty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say yeah, they really kind of made Carino. Yeah, really kind of made Carino too, because he had the whole Jack Victory stuff, being the king of old school, and then. He made Dusty bleed his own blood. Yes, yes. I yes. think they continued that. We were talking. You were talking earlier about uh, MLW's new show. I think they continued that um, Carino Dusty thing into mm-hmm. the first iteration of MLW in 2002, where he formed the Extreme Horsemen with uh, C.W. Anderson and Simon Diamond. I think was the third. I don't remember. I was young then. I'm not now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's, it's, and it does feel like one of those, although it was a little bit, I'm watching this promo and watching them kind of go off a little bit. And I was like, well, this is eating into the steel cage match again. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but no, and, and it was late in the show. I think it was the 10 o'clock hour start, right? Wasn't it Mike? Um, yeah, it was, it was, fairly, it was fairly late in the show. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I know I was reading, I think there's an article that came up on Twitter about uh, the houses have been up with uh, Cody on the on the on the house circuit now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we talked about last week. You know, there was a bit about like how Cody's been the go home guy. You know, and he's great to be on the mic and the guy to do that. We've seen that AEW. If you've seen AEW live, uh, especially in the earlier iterations of that. Um, so like he's he, he's wrestler right. He, he is the guy to for them to give the ball to. Like if 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 Roman needs to step out, Cody's the guy. Like, I can't think of too many people that are kind of ready for that high, high-end pr- position like that. I mean, yes, but we also need two champions on two different shows. Yeah, we could need it, but I, 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 I think that's still debatable, you know? No, I, no, I, think, I, think, I think we need it. I am enjoying... Okay, this is another discussion. Um, I am enjoying the fact that with the main championship being treated like a big prize fight scenario as it is right now right can we agree on that mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that now your your intercontinental and u.s championships have been elevated i don't feel slighted by the u.s but champ- that's only out of necessity is a necessity or is it by design right I, who cares if it's by necessity it works it yeah, freaking but, but, works but you- there's a world where you can have both ah <sighs> I think I don't think 
I think they got too much going on there. You start adding all those belts, I think it devalues it, you know? I think 2002, it seems to work just fine. I mean, I really, in 2002? 2002, 2003, 2004, you know, when Heyman was running SmackDown. I think that's debatable. Well, I think it's been... What? (laughs) What? You you look at 2002's pay-per-views, and you tell me if anything felt short shrift. Okay. All right, all right. It did not. I guarantee it. Who was in the mix back then? Uh, Lesnar. Okay, for what, for the secondary Lesnar's, belts. Lesnar became the champion when he beat The Rock, mm-hmm. and then he was signed to an exclusive deal to SmackDown, and then they had to create another world title. Right. Is this in the world where we had separate pay per views for each uh, uh, brand? Yeah. Oh well, then I mean that makes sense. We're not in that world everything. anymore. What's that? Now that everything is all together, yeah, there's really no point in having two. It's interviews. always been one's going to be treated as a secondary, right? And it just and we try to slam them all on every pay per view. I, I still think there's a world in which we can have two world titles. Okay, trust me, one world title. It, like, all right, if you're if you're not going to do that though, then have it be one belt. Hmm? Well, that's have it, that's have it be bad. one belt. I think that's coming. I think yeah. I I think the official belt unification might be happening. So we're gonna get that maybe, classic uh, winged eagle title back. Yeah, maybe okay. we get that at WrestleMania, where they where they recombine the belts, right? I don't Trust know. me, that's, I, what, that's I what we want... said last year. But I mean, yeah. right now, like the Usos are running around with two belts, Roman's running around with two belts. Um, like it's really, I you know, that's the look. Is you know, look at these guys; they have everything, right? It's back when what was the thing in TNA where where they had a match for literally every belt in in, in Impact Wrestling TNA Wrestling at the time like like they won that match but it looks a lot cooler now than just Kurt Angle running around with all the belts um, is that who won that I feel like that's who won that but anyways so it was Kurt he had he had all of them he had the X Division heavyweight the tag titles he had the Legends belt mm-hmm. and then he had the IWGP. Like it, it was obscene. Oh yeah, the IWG. Wait, he had the IWG like main title. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. He won it. He won it from Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Because Lesnar wouldn't drop to Shinsuke Nakamura, so he dropped it to Kurt Angle. Of course he did. Of course he did. Um. Yeah, it helps having Gunther and Austin Theory as secondary champs. Yeah, I say. I, you know, it, 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 it gives I don't know them, if it helps having Theory. It's how it helps having Theory. And Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, okay, it, it okay. Helps. That, that, that's either way, either way, better. Theory is in good company. And Theory, wherever you think of him, of course, personally, you know, he could be a dirtbag, but I think professionally, he's been doing real fucking great. Um, so like that, I I think that's like this 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 attitude change they did with, did with him after he lost the belt initially. I think has been wonders for him. Takes him more seriously. Um, and yeah, uh, now, now he's acting like the second phase of Miz. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. But work well <laughs> Look, for Miz. Why wouldn't it work well for that? If you um, hate, if you hate him, then you know he's doing good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, I don't. That, that's not the reason I hate him. I, yeah, that, that that is true. There can be reasons for you to hate him that are not okay. Um, yeah. that that that's you know it's kind of like the riddle situation, right? So that aside, yeah. But either way, I I, I just hope because right right now Elimination Chamber looks fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. The whole show looks fucking bonkers, and I'm hoping that we get Johnny Gargano winning the U.S. title. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't That's that be amazing? But the way to step up that would be for him. So, other than just the guy that comes out and high fives Dexter Lewis. 
which is well, also great. Uh, which is also I, great. I saw him. I saw him point out. He was like, "It was in Canada when I made my return, and I talked about winning the U.S. title, and an old friend came to greet me, mm-hmm. and now I'm going back to Canada, trying to win the U.S. title from that same old friend." Yes. Yes. I mean, that's what that's what I do. But I, I don't have the book. So. <laughs> Um, anyways, so a lot of great stuff happening there. Um, hey, I want, I want to make sure we have plenty of time for our discussion with our guests here. So I want to give a quick shout out. If everybody can check out IndieWrestling.us, we have a lot going on. We just had our friends at Top Rope Table Hop. Table Hop? Yes. Top Rope Tabletop here this past weekend. Uh, Friday night, they did a session seven of the campaign two. Uh, our friends Keith Hot DMing, uh, Justin Idol, Tony Kincaid, Tatiana, and others. Um, so go check that out. That's over there on the IndieWrestling.us YouTube page and over at IndieWrestling.network. You can check out the past campaigns to uh, catch up on things as well. They do it. It's a, it's a really fun, really fun session that they have going on over there. Um, so and it, it like it's it's gotten me to start watching Critical Role. That's how much they've been getting me into it. Uh, but anyways, um, but uh, a lot of other great stuff going on there. Of course, the last two uh, PW show, the Walter Wright Third Memorial, um, as well as our friends at Rise Wrestling VCW, who's coming back in a couple weeks. With hey, we were just talking about ECW. Shane Douglas is going to be a part of that show. Uh, that's going to be streaming on the network here. Um, and of course, uh, just started this last week with two T two. T2T Pittsburgh, I will learn how to say that, um, Academy up in New Kensington. Uh, we're starting a weekly uh, fight night with the students up there. Uh, MB Young is a part of that and running the shows. And uh, a part of our, uh, Ronnie, you were part of that on the, on camera crew. We're uh, starting to uh, 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 do a little bit of training up there, a little bit of uh, refreshing for people, trying to bring some new faces here on the production side for our side. But also, um, you know, a great showcase for some younger talent that uh, are very, very early in their reps. And I got to say, for the students that are coming out of there, I'm really impressed what we're seeing so far. Um, They're really good. I've seen, I, I've seen student shows or debut shows in front of a lot more people that have gone a lot more questionable uh so i mean i was really impressed with that i know those guys have had a few matches probably in with some all the stuff they're doing up there but man they i think uh it looks like mv and the crew up there is doing it right so um look for those streaming on all india wrestling.us um uh youtube twitch and the network uh it's going to be every thursday at 8 p.m for about a good like uh four matches it looks like it's going to be um nice quick short show we could be we could be MLW. I'm gonna keep taking pot shots at them. I'm gonna watch the show, but uh, so <laughs> the new competition. We moved the damn show again, and then somebody pops up. Those sons of bitches. Holy wrestling nights, by the way, right? Because now you got three hours of wrestling on Tuesday, three hours just with Raw. Not to mention the AEW Dark and Elevations. Jeez. Wednesday only has Dynamite, thankfully, so far. I don't know. Plus, whenever New Japan pops up all the time, right? So we have our guest with us, Christopher Landis, uh, the uh, the WMAC Masters book. Uh, for those that don't, for for those that don't know, can you explain briefly what this show is that we're talking about and, sure. and how you came to the book? Yes, absolutely. So first thing I want everybody who who's just learning about this to remember is this is 1995. 
Okay. This is not so get see, into the time fun. get into the time yeah. machine. Re, re, rem <laughs> remember what was on TV in 1995, remember what was in theaters in 1995, remember uh, how things were shot and and it'll it'll help you acclimate a lot lot better. So WMAC Masters was a kids martial arts TV show that ran for 2 years, 1995-1996. Uh, it was created by Four Kids Entertainment. It was the first uh, property for Four Kids Entertainment. They would go on to do a little thing called Pokemon. No biggie. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially, it was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers meets the WWF is, is the easiest way to describe it. Mortal Kombat for kids is another way people describe it. Pardon me, I'm a little sick. I apologize. My uh, two-year-old started uh, pre-preschool and brought home all the germs. I apologize for the mess. Um, but basically... It was real life world champion martial artists. Um, these guys and girls were world champions in multiple disciplines, multiple weight classes. They had two Olympic gold medalists in Taekwondo on the on the roster. These people were major the majority of them were legitimate, like badasses, could knock you out eleven ways before you hit the ground. They took them. They gave them these over-the-top versions of themselves as characters. So Hakeem Olsen, world champion kickboxer, becomes Hakeem the Machine. Herb Perez, Taekwondo gold medalist, becomes Olympus. And they gave them these characters, very 90s WWF-style characters, and they had them do these uh, choreographed fights at Universal Studios. It wasn't like, oh, we're at Universal Studios. It was... You know, they shot overnight in the off hours and it was the Mayan temple and it was the, you know, they they gave them these battle zones and there were these storylines and they always tried to teach life lessons. And it was just for, for a kid like me, I was the target demographic. I was eight years old when it was on. I was a fan of Power Rangers. I was a fan of WWF and I was obsessed. And the only problem was it ended after two seasons on this giant fucking cliffhanger that they never resolved. And so flash forward, I'm a writer, uh, I have a novel come out, and I get scammed by the publisher, never make a dime, uh, spend a lot of money to get the rights to the book back. And so I'm sitting there, it's spring of 2021. And I'm like, well, what do I do now? You know, I, I'm not ready to write another novel, go through all that again. And so, you know, I'm sitting there with my at the time, one year old, almost almost one year old son, and I'm just kind of flipping through YouTube and the algorithm blesses me with WMAC Masters. I'm sure I had watched it at some point recently, but it popped it back up. And I was like, I wonder if anybody ever has done anything, you know, I'm thinking a blog article, a medium piece, you know, something about the show, you know, something just to get my writing muscles going again. And I Google and nothing's ever been, been really written short form or long form. And so I'm like, all right, I've got enough cachet. I've got a pretty good looking website. Pays to be married to a graphic designer. I've got, you know, some, some, experience to my name. I've covered soccer. I, I look legitimate enough that somebody might talk to me. So I start cold emailing any of the cast members who still run martial arts schools. And the first person to respond to me is Chris Casamassa. He played Red Dragon on WMAC Masters. He also played Scorpion in the original Mortal Kombat movie. And he's like, yeah, I'll talk to you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's, let's do a call. And from there, it's, oh, you should talk to this person. Here's this person's email address. And it became kind of the word of mouth uh, everybody hooking me up with the next person in the line and everyone was just so excited to talk about the show because it was this really special time in their lives that no one had ever asked them about. So I ended up interviewing everyone on the show except for five people. One, Richard Brandon has passed away. The other four uh, I couldn't get a hold of or they weren't interested in various reasons. I interviewed 
the rest of the cast, the whole cast besides those five. I interviewed the creators of the show, the writers, the producers, the camera people, the directors. Isaac Florentine is a famous action movie director. I got to interview him. Um, I interviewed just the the major players on in front of and behind the camera, and I ended up documenting the entire arc of the show from its creation, from how it was almost a WWF show, to where it was going in season three if it didn't get canceled. And uh, it's been a really crazy ride. <laughs> That's amazing. So I didn't know the bit about the WWF yep. uh, show. Can you tell us about them? I'm sure that's going to be very interesting to our audience. Yeah, here. yeah, absolutely. So uh, it came on my radar, that rumor, uh, at the time it was a rumor, came on my radar because Bruce Pritchard on Something to Wrestle With in one of the early episodes uh, before he got rehired. And, you know, I don't listen anymore. I don't have time. But I've heard it got, it's gone downhill. That's neither here nor there. Um, in one of the early episodes, he was talking about somebody pitched us this martial arts show you know, we, we just, you know, we weren't interested and they, they, he didn't remember the name. Conrad didn't know the name. And so I, I, I immediately go, oh shit, he's talking about WMAC Masters. And so when I'm talking to the producers, the creators, I asked them and Norman Grossfeld, who was the guy who ended up being the main showrunner, the guy who did the writing and the, the day-to-day producing, goes, I don't think that's true. No, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember them ever being involved. Um, it turns out, it was just a little before his involvement. He, they, there were. He told me there could have been some conversations. That's that. That was his his words. Turns out it was pitched directly to the WWF, and they actually agreed to try to finance it and, and to make it happen. Um, to the point where there were press releases put out, joint press releases of uh, leisure concepts and Titan Sports. Um, Eventually, it, it just kind of quietly disintegrated and, and Leisure Concepts that later became 4K, I'm sorry, Renaissance Atlantic, not Leisure Concepts, I apologize, I misspoke. Um, and they ended up hooking up with Bandai, who would do Power Rangers and stuff. But um, basically what happened was the reason why Norman didn't know about it is because the woman who came up with the original concept, Carlin West, took it to Al Khan, who was in charge, and he worked closely with Vince, and so they pitched it directly to Vince. And and they were like, okay, yeah, let's do it. I imagine it was, yeah, let's try that, pal. Um, <laughs> but this all, the, yeah, I do a really terrible bit. That was bad. Hold I, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike, can you take a crack at that, please? What? One more time. Let's try it, pal. Let's try it, pal. There we go. There you go. Thank you. Um, yeah. And and so they were they were getting into it to the point where they were you know putting out these press releases, but then a little something called the World Bodybuilding Federation happened. And I think I have never been able to prove this because WWF would talk WWF WWE uh, left me on read as the kids say. Um, but uh, the the World Bodybuilding Federation happened. That pay per view was a disaster. They're like, we're not going to try to do another co branded thing. We're we're just going to quietly pull out. So um, the W the the WWF did not end up partnering up with with. Uh, uh, Renaissance Atlantic to make the show, but it almost did, and uh, that was that was quite surprising to to actually be able to prove Bruce right, even though he didn't remember the name of the show. <laughs> to prove him partially right, I guess is the case, right? Well, I mean, from his point of view, it was probably right. I don't think uh, Carlin West told me she didn't remember meeting Bruce Pritchard, and he wasn't in any of the meetings. This would have mm-hmm. been ninety three, ninety four. I don't know what his position on the hierarchy would have been at the time, so he might not have been in those types of discussions at that point. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, so the book comes out, how long has the book been out again? The book came out in August of last year. Mm-hmm. So however many months that's been. 
That is that is so wild. We happen to be having this conversation just like a, a month or so ago. So, and this this thing existed. And, and, and Ronnie, I know you you rediscovered that with like the the YouTube. I think you you had the same thing. The YouTube popped up on your radar, and you were revisiting the show, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, Ronnie, you you read you read the book. Uh, yes. I I will hand the floor over to you because I'm sure you have many questions on this. Uh. Really, I just want to bullshit about WMAC Masters. <laughs> I just want to know if there's a WMAC Masters group text. Like that's no, got to be fascinating. If <laughs> you know, honestly, I I have not had a had a group text sort of experience. I I do still occasionally text or or um, message on uh, Facebook. A lot of them are active on Facebook because they're older, not so much Twitter or anything like that. Um, but there's never been a group text. A lot of the cast actually had fallen out of touch with each other. I got the the honor of kind of reconnecting a few of them together um, because over the years they just drifted apart. You know, they know they had done a couple of small reunions here or there, but it was never the whole cast. And, and a lot of them, you know, just got busy. They have families, they have schools, they have other projects, you know? Mm-hmm. So no yeah. group text, but uh, you know, everyone, everyone, nobody would really say a bad word about anybody else. They would kind of have it haul around it. So, so there would really be no tea to spill at that point. <laughs> Except for Ty Mock. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the right show, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure he's a fine person when he's not being a professional asshole. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like how we talk about some people in wrestling. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Real piece yeah. of shit, but he's an all right guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that the only person who was difficult to do business with was Tymok. Um, he just he still thinks the Last Dragon is incredibly relevant, and it's not. And um, he he just big leaked me, and he, I don't mind if he big leaked me. It's fine, but I was trying to get in touch with him, and uh, my wife's sister, who knows nothing about any of this, she was going to a convention he was at, and I just asked her to give him my business card, and he was a total douche to her. So, mm, so that's wow. that, that that that's when that's when it went from you know, oh, this guy's hard to get a hold of. Dang, you know, I'm used to that. I, there were a few of the cast members who were hard to get a hold of. To okay, fuck this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I was actually my editor forced me to uh, eat. So in the book, Tymok was on the pilot episode, and they ended up cut, recutting because he got fired. Um, they ended up using some of his bits in season two, but I got to see the pilot episode that never made air, and so I wrote a review of it and you know described what happened, and I was not too kind to Tymok's performance because it was bad. My <laughs> editor, knowing that I have a little bit of personal animosity towards him, made me uh, water it down decisively to the point where I felt really weird about the the uh, integrity of of the statements, but you know now that the book is out, I I can safely say he was bad, y'all. He, he, he was bad. <laughs> oh Jesus! It is just like wrestling then. Um. Oh yeah, definitely is. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. They, I mean, there 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 were people on the show, no one who would go on the record with it, but you know, this person never wanted to lose. You know, and and it was always the same person who never wanted to lose. I wouldn't my my discipline wouldn't lose to their discipline. Wait, 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 wait. So there were there were. So it's still real to him. Arguing about booking decisions in the in the in the martial arts show. 
Well, yes, because you got to think about it. These people are all legitimate world champions. These mm-hmm. people are all active. They were, you know, some of them may have just retired from the circuit, but these people are big names. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have martial arts schools, and no one had ever done a show like this before. So, you know, okay, they're using gotcha. their real, okay. they're using their real names too. They're performing oh. as, you know, um, this isn't the person who refused to lose, but Larry Lamb in season two became a villain. It was when they kind of went in a more storyline direction and he became the heel, so to speak. And uh, his karate school suffered for it because people, kids, this is targeted to kids. Oh, no. He was bad now, you know. So, <laughs> oh, so no. yeah. They, they, yeah they, they nobody were, wanted to okay. train with the heel, yeah. So, so yeah, these, these people, they're all macho alpha males, alpha females, you know, they all respected each other incredibly, but there were times where, no, I'm I'm not, that's, that, that kick wouldn't hit me, let alone beat me, you know, I'm not going to lose to the (laughs) Kenpo guy, you know, and, and there's one person who I am, uh, I'm told I'm not allowed to name, but I'm sure you can guess, uh, who just did not ever want to lose to anyone. See, see, that's when you get someone to come in with like a taser, and then no, that, but he did lose. lose. He, he did lose. Like, like ultimately, <laughs> these people were all professionals, and and the 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 aforementioned party always did business, but it okay, was always okay. it was always protected. They they so, so they, we didn't have a WMAC screwdrivers then, right? Never, no, no <laughs> absolutely not. So that's interesting. So you mentioned that, like the 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 you know obviously you know the. the the potential for the WWF roots in this thing. So did, yeah. did the producers come from a wrestling world? Were they minded in this? Cause this seems, well, I don't feel like this is something that would have come out of Hollywood. This, this sort of concept with the, the quote unquote no. realness on top of it. Right. So Al Khan, who was the money guy, basically mm-hmm. well, the, for lack of a better word, he worked closely with Vince for years. He actually told me when I got to interview him that he's the one who told Vince, make sure you have them change their names so you can own their names. Like he he mm-hmm. he laid claim to that distinction, um, but he's the only one who had any sort of wrestling experience at the time. Uh, okay. Carlin West, who came up with the original concept, later went on to help book some of the Disney tapings for WCW after the fact. Mm. Um, but but no, uh, Norman Grossfeld and his now wife Kathy, they were the main showrunners, main writers day to day. They didn't come from a a wrestling place at all, and they still aren't associated with wrestling at all. Um, they, in fact, they specifically said they, they didn't want to get too far into WWF territory, um, with, with how they approached the show because they wanted to differentiate from that because in a lot of markets it was airing after superstars on Saturday morning. Right. 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 So, and, and that's how I got introduced to it because when I was younger, yeah. it came right on after WWF superstars and I would watch it Yep. and I Pretty would good. watch it religiously as a kid. I was probably like eight, nine years old. So, and then when I just recently found it on YouTube and I started tweeting about it and that's when you started following me on Twitter because I kept talking about it and oh, I love it. Is it vanity searching if you're searching the topic you wrote about? Because I do that. <laughs> is that vanity searching or is that just marketing? That's, mar- that's, that's marketing. That's just, that's re- marketing. That's just research and, mar- and development, right? Okay, all right. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I, I think everybody should sit down and go back and watch WMAC Masters. Yeah, it's it so is- good. 
It's it so is free cool. on YouTube. I am not associated with the the uh, God Sent Soul, whoever posted it all on YouTube. It's some <laughs> some place called WMAC Masters Archive. Not associated with it. I don't make anything for the clicks. That they just I'm just grateful that they put it up and the pretty decent quality that it uh, it is up on. It's it's on YouTube. Um, it's not going to get a physical release uh, because the co the complicated ownership issue. Uh, basically, four kids entertainment went belly up. Uh, some things are owned here, some things are owned there. Saban was the co-owner. Saban's parts may be owned by Hasbro now, but no one's really sure. Question mark. I thought, um, I thought Disney was picking up part of that. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, <laughs> I guess Disney's we just, picking up part of our point, right? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Disney pretty much owns the world. Since nobody We're owns becoming this, part of the House of Mouse. Since nobody owns yeah. this, I feel uh, completely safe playing parts of this on the show now. Look yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so what you're seeing here is he and Tsunami Gwen, who was uh, one of the stunt doubles for the original run of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And he's get yep, there's Chris Casamassa, who played Scorpion um, in, in the uh, original two Mortal Kombat movies. Uh, he and actually told me uh, he trained some pro wrestlers in martial arts, and he would sometimes throw mm -hmm. a couple of wrestling moves into his his spots here, so to speak, in WMACs through through some head I, scissors, some Hurricane Rana type things. I don't think he does one here, no, but I uh, hope he trained Glacier. <laughs> uh, oh, he couldn't I'm... remember anybody in in specific, but uh, I do have a WCW store related adjacent story. Uh, Ernest the Cap Miller took on Hakeem the Machine Olsen for a uh, heavyweight kickboxing title. Hakeem held. Um, I believe Hakeem won that fight, but I have never been able to corroborate the the victor of the fight. But I'm told Hakeem won. Hmm. Have mercy. <laughs> Somebody call his mama. Somebody. <laughs> I remember. I I do remember coming across this because again, I don't think I was in a position to regularly see it like after Superstars or something, right? I think I was in junior bowling league at the time at that time frame. Um, but I remember like turning it on, and I'm like, I don't know if this is like professional wrestling or like American gladiators from the right. bits that I saw of it. Cause it was interesting. Yeah. Cause it was, it, it kind of like, you know, not knowing martial arts and knowing that this is more stunning kind of stuff, you know, it, it really didn't. And I didn't, I guess I didn't stick around long enough for the cheesiness to set in see, to kind of figure that out. Yeah. Uh, that should be noted for anyone who has it. Um, <laughs> uh, checked it out. There's some cheese here. Um, <laughs> The, the, this the is the fights, this is the Power the, Rangers era where uh, yeah I mean, if you've seen Power Rangers and you've seen the first Mortal Kombat and you don't expect cheese I I don't know what to tell you mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. and this is also very much a kind of uh, dare adjacent if you remember dare drug abuse resistance education mm. um, the, the this martial okay let me back up. Like I said earlier, these people were all legitimate martial artists, legitimate world world champion martial artists. Um, this is pre-UFC era. This isn't the era of MMA bros and, and you know, Ed Hardy shirts and, and, and tribal tats. <laughs> this is back when it was very much a, this is what you dedicated your life to. And one of the real goals of the show was to present martial arts in a positive way to kids because this was being marketed to kids. They wanted to show what martial arts could do. For kids, and so it was. There was a lot of do what's right, don't fight, and they always tried to kind of mix in the 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 fights were kind of the the main portion, but in between, kind of splitting them up, they had these skits and these flashbacks and vignettes, and and a lot of them were all kind of centered around. Uh, they called it the Code of the Dragon Star, and it was discipline, all that you know, 
all, all those kind of lessons they were trying to teach the kids. Um, and and so a lot of those those skits and those flashbacks and vignettes, they get real cheesy because these people were not actors. None of them at the time were actors. Some of them acted after, but um, at the time, none of them were actors. And that was uh, repeated to me several times by, by the <laughs> cast. They were like, we weren't actors, bro. Like the best actor was Chris and he wasn't that good, you know? So, um, it, it, so there is a good deal of cheese, especially season one, episode five. Uh, Red Dragon gets a space girlfriend and I'm not going to say anything more because you need to go watch it. Season one, episode five, just, just, just go watch it. It's, it, it's uh, worth it. It's fantastic. Uh, dude, I just loved everything about WWC Masters. I enjoyed watching every episode. Uh, the one thing I completely lost my shit over is when they had the Dragon Star uh, fight in the um, what the hell ride was that? The underground uh, subway ride, right? The the, the earthquake, the earthquake yeah. ride. I yeah. completely lost my shit because I'm sitting there. I'm like, like, I'm like the one from Universal. It yeah. is the ride. They had the fight oh in the God. ride at Universal, and they turned on <laughs> they turned on all the gimmicks in the ride. Um, so so, so it's like the end of Beverly Hills Cop three almost. Yeah, so the ceiling would <laughs> fall down, and as the uh, the gas tank would come down, and everything would explode, and then uh, the water, water would come down the steps, and just everything happened. But my favorite part about the whole thing that was so damn cheesy was they um, they were up in the WMAC Masters Arena and like the backstage area, and the cameras would shake like there was an actual earthquake going on. Yeah. And so everybody was just like, oh, shit. And just, I, I lost it. I mean, like, you know, it's not Scorsese directing the hero here, guys. <laughs> it's, Saturday morning, it's Saturday morning children's programming, damn it. It's, <laughs> it's so it, good. It, yeah, uh, that, that episode in season two was really um, a kind of, I don't want to say the peak of the series, but it was kind of the best mesh of the two styles. In season two, they got more storyline driven. They got away from the life lessons kind of method. They started this good versus evil storyline. There is this shadowy evil martial arts organization. It got pretty heavy and dramatic for a kid's show at the time in some of the later episodes. But that that episode where they do the the rematch in the subway is kind of the best mix of those those two styles because you have some of that drama but you still have the more martial arts focus and it was uh i mean hakim and hosan that's hosan pak there on the screen uh superstar he's one of the two guys involved in that uh that storyline and he was the original sprite for uh luke hank in mortal Kombat one and two he was the original motion capture artist there's hakim alston the machine he played the warrior monk that fought Liu Kang in the original Mortal Kombat movie got a soul snatched by Shang Tsung. Mm. Uh, so lots of Mortal Kombat connections here. But yeah, here are the guys entering the underground tunnel. Oh, so this is it. A thank, a thank you, Google search. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh God. Now, I've never been to Universal to see this ride, so this is all new to me. I don't know oh, if any of it's still open, honestly. Yeah. No, no. The no. Uh, earthquake ride was replaced by. I want to say Fast and Furious. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> no, so the ninjas here. The ninjas. Oh, uh, most wow. people don't know this. The ninjas were played by the other cast members when they weren't in the main fights. Of course, uh, it's just so. like Chikar, whoever wasn't wrestling played Nan. Yeah. How yep. dare you? Oh, <laughs> is we do uh, not talk about who those ants were. I will not stand for this. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I mean. Uh, you know, one of them seemed 
seemed like he could be really good at PowerPoint. Um, but uh, well, <laughs> that, that's um, one, one of one of them is a huge WMAC Masters fan, and uh, there there are a couple of huge WW or WWE WMAC fans that I have uh, got to got to talk to, and that's always gives me a little oh, little bad. thrill as a lifelong wrestling fan. Yeah, you know, honestly, like just just that little clip, I may start binging. Well, do I have a book for you, sir? That, that looks fantastic. Got it on hand. Yeah, so so the book, you know, it. I tried to make the book. Obviously, my my target demo was people who love the show. I tried to tell the whole story. I tried to get all answer all the questions, get all the dirty details, find out what was going to happen, you know. But there are only so many people who love the show. I tried very hard to make the book kind of a series guide that someone who's never seen the show could pick up and kind of use it as they watched along to kind of get the most enjoyment out of their, their viewing, you know, um, I, I don't do the full, you know, Scott Keith play by play of, Oh, then he hit him with a big back kick or, you know, back leg front kick, whatever, you know, um, you're, you're not going to sit there and describe an entire Royal rumble match, like a McFoley book or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did very much try to kind of, give someone who had never seen it or who wasn't watching it at the time an idea of what was going on, the kind of flow of the episodes, the flow of the fights uh, and, and things like that. I really wanted someone who only had a passing interest maybe in the show to start with, but was interested in the pro wrestling aspect or the Power Rangers aspect or the Mortal Kombat connections. I wanted to give them kind of a, a, a window into the show and be like, Hey, this is actually really cool. So if you do end up checking out the show, I do think that the book is still, you know, something that would benefit. And I don't just say that cause I wrote it, you know, <laughs> and I will share the book off again. There you go. Quest for the dragon star. It is on Amazon. And, uh, is Amazon the primary way to pick that up? Amazon is the primary way. Um, it is also listed on barnesandnoble.com. It is listed on target.com. It's not in any of the physical stores because they don't stock someone this small. But if you are anti-Amazon, um, there are other links. Um, you can go to wmacmastersbook.com. It's kind of a link tree situation. I get you get you wherever you want to go. It's listed on all the major online retailers. Excellent. Well, it is. Uh, we're creeping up on time for Mayhem Mania. Um, thank you so much for joining us. This this is wonderful. Like this is what I love. Like you know, and just it, it's wrestling adjacent, very much so. If you watched it back in the day, apparently in this area, I got I got one more one more wrestling adjacent tidbit for you before I have to go uh, put my kids to bed way past their bedtime. Um, <laughs> Hakeem the Machine, the yes. large African American gentleman we just saw, uh, was offered a WWF contract after the show ended. Really. And so this is 1997, which would have put him right in the time where the Nation of Domination was starting. Um, so, you know, I can only assume that's where he would have gotten dropped. He turned it down to uh, be in a movie. But we were this close wow. to either Hakeem Olsen in the Nation of Domination or the lethal weapon, Steve Blackman, becoming an actual black man. Now that I say that out loud, I'm not sure if I should have went oh, there. But, oh, you know, wow. Yo, let's not clip yeah. that one. Uh, <laughs> leave that out. <laughs> no, but, no, I'm just thinking of Wow, that that would have been really amazing, right? Because yeah. he had a what what movie did he go to? I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, I know. I'm, I'm, after, I'm now. I'm curious. I know after the show, he ended up doing uh, a season of the Robin Hood show that was on TV for a while, oh. The New Adventures of Robin Hood. But yeah. I don't think that's what he turned the WWF down for. I think there was a gap in between there, but I I don't remember what he told me. I'd have to go back and uh, look at my notes. 
Fantastic. Go check it out. Again, that is Quest for the Dragon Star, an oral history of WMAC Masters by Christopher Landis. Thank you so much for joining us and imparting this wisdom on us. Thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. You guys have a have a great night. Excellent. You Thanks too, a lot. Thank you. All right, we're going to get into Mayhem Mini, but first let's give a shout out to our good friends down the street here, New York City style, Yinzer Made, Slice on Broadway, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and the South Hills. I'm sorry, Southside Works, excuse me. Um, thank you so much for them for supporting the show. We had some guests earlier for the show before us earlier, and uh, uh, good to have uh, uh, get them fed. This <laughs> is around dinner time. Um, thank you so much. They've been supporting us for a good, good long time, and sometimes they support our pay per view parties too, uh, in their own way. So thank you to them, and check them out, sliceonbroadway.com. We'll be right back after this. We're going to have a quick uh, clip if you're with us on the video version from the last Rise show, as we're getting ready to head down to Uniontown for the next Rise uh, Rise Wrestling event, which is going to feature Brian Pillman Jr. coming into uh, a challenge for the Rise Grand Championship against Edric Everhart, uh, plus other great matches lined up there. Go check it out. We'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com we are back it is the wrestling mayhem show and it is time for mayhem mania sweet sweet new graphics by team hammerfist thank you jesse there you go and the presider the mistress of mayhem dutters is with us hello friends ready to preside over this katie what are we doing you know what? Uh, Mayhem Mania, it's not just the ultimate fantasy booking challenge. It's also a competitive thought experiment. The object of Mayhem Mania is to craft the best WrestleMania card possible within the boundaries of our current reality. That means anyone from the WWE can book a match and is available to our players. Except for those in Space Jail. Of course. And who is in Space Jail? Who do we have from before? So our previous Space Jail folks are Ronda Rousey. Her, well, see, this time it's a little bit different. We've got the name and then we have the charge. Yes. I, I will remind people of that. Uh, so Ronda Rousey, uh, her charge is Crimes Against Humanity or just Fashion. CM Punk, their charge is I charge him with disturbing the peace everywhere all at once. From Kincaid. Roman Reigns, that's Tina Keys, Excessive Oos. Of a chair against the honorary Oos. And then, all right, we got some new folks this time. You ready? Yes. All right. Lacey Evans, on behalf of all neurospicy wrestling nerds, and that's Team Hamifist. And then all McMahons. We're talking Vince, Steph, Shane, and Linda. After the last uh, few decades, to keep them away from anything WWE, and that's from Podner. Don't disagree. Yeah, so we made a determination that all, you know, while we were just asking for one, um, we decided if all the McMahons share a single jail cell, then that makes it okay. Yeah, it's all the same DNA. It's fine. That's right. Same <laughs> DNA, same, same jail cell, right? It's fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, you ready for, uh, let's review uh, week one matches? Yes. All right, so move number one by Tony Kincaid was he created Breezango versus Maximum Male Models. Move number two by Dave Podner. He created Dabakato versus Omas versus Shanky versus Sangha. 
And by the way, um, um, Davicato made his return. Yeah, Davicato made his return Saturday. So what? <laughs> We're a, already summoning people. What a premonition <laughs> happened there! Holy crap! <laughs> Move number three by Tina Keys created Carmelo Hayes versus Seth Rollins. Oh, there it is. Lost a graphic. Okay. Move number four by Mad Mike. We got John Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nice. Number five by Ronnie Starks. Luther versus Brock Lesnar. Number six by Dave Podner. R Truth versus Goldberg. Jeez. <laughs> I can't say that and not smile. <laughs> no. All right, so move number seven by Alex Cars is Axiom versus Scripps versus Johnny Gargano. And I mean, I, what happened to Scripps? I hope Scripps hasn't gone away. He's he's on level up. Is he? Oh, that's right. And then we got move number eight by Alex Cars, Piper uh, Niven versus Valhalla. Nice, barefoot Valhalla. <laughs> barefoot Valhalla. That's right. Oh boy. All right, and what can the people do this week? So this week, um, we got some different... Well, this is the moves that we can make this week. Uh, every week, we invite players to make a change to one of the matches on our cards. They can kill a match entirely and create a new one with other individuals. They can swap out an individual or team in a match for another individual or team. They can swap out an individual or team in a match with an individual or team in another match already on the card. They can add an individual or team to an existing match. Excellent. And we do have one contribution. This was actually a late, a late comer to the Patreon. We didn't establish a deadline last week. So I carried this move over as a move to this week. Oh. So because after I saw what they picked, it worked as a swap for one of the matches oh. you guys made last week. Oh no. Katie, terrified. if you'd like to unveil that. Like drum roll. So we're swapping in Gunther Rhea Ripley now. Ah! I don't hate it. <laughs> so Rhea Ripley versus Gunther? Yep. Oh, that would boy. probably be a banger. That'd Who made like, that yeah, move? Who made that move? Oh, did I not mark it? Team Hammerfist made it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, cool. Thank of, you. of course. Sorry, I forgot oh, to put totally. it in the script. <laughs> Excellent. Like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right. Excellent. Gunther. Yeah. Sign me up. Who are I'm our down. players this week? Our players in no particular order are Ronnie Starks. Hey. It's me. Sork. We had you we had you drop out for a bit. So Ronnie, Mad Mike, Tina, Potter, and Sork. Tina, did you make it back in the call? Uh She's muted. She's muted. Okay. Why well, she's here? Yeah, she's here. Okay. Excellent. So, what what is our official order, Katie? You 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 determine. Okay, I'm gonna start putting them in there. Ooh, I should just like randomly just give you one by one, or do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. 
So first up is Tina, followed by Potter, then me, Ronnie, and Mad Mike. Oh, I'm clean up. up. Okay. Cleaning up. Oh, boy. Mike the cleaner, baby. (laughs) He gave him the part (sighs) to do the most damage. Holy crap. Oh. (laughs) Got a stretch. I'm going to sit back. Get ready for the show. Yes. Honestly, honestly, I don't know. The the cards are really solid right now. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. It's gonna be tough. It's yep, gonna be tough. Yep. Yep. But we, we all know break. with Tina starting off, there will be chaos. That's yes, right. Of course. Yeah. That Absolutely. is true. Mother of Dragons. Is she? Are you not with us? I, Tina? She's unmuted, but I don't hear her. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Oh, she is present, though. Um, Should we jump and make... And she, she's muting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Tina, if you want to make your move, you are present. You have been you have been noted as present, and I know you're here, so you're on the same page with us. Uh, if you want to put your move in the chat room since the audio is not working, uh, yeah. we, we will accept that. Yeah, so we'll just vamp for a little bit. We'll um, vamp for a second. So, so Dudders, what's your favorite match so far that we have in this first round? Ooh, I'm excited about this Rhea versus Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the kind of cha- well, yeah, that's the kind of chaos I'm here for. Mommy versus Potter. Versus what? Uh, oh, is that? Yeah. Hold yeah, on, I'm think... not. I'm not that far in my Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> I just restarted it, so. What about you, Ronnie? Like, what are you What are you digging? Oh, like I, I'm digging the new match now. Like I, yeah, I'm not even I'm not even mad about the change. That kind of opens. The, that was your match, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's going to be a banger. That should open Mayhem Mania if it makes it to the main card. That's right. That should be, you know, give the people what they want. They'll beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think they won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already know what moves I'm making today. Uh, it all depends on if. Somebody makes the said move before I do. Presumably. I'm terrified that you already know what move you're making. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> no, I know what's going and what's coming. So, it all depends on if somebody takes the per- person or said person's. Uh, can, does anybody I, else have eyes on the chat room? I'm, I'm worried it might be. I do. Updating. Yeah, I, okay. have, I have eyes on chat and nothing. The last thing I see is just you asking Tina if she wants in. Okay. Well, I'm not able to see if she's active. Let me see something. Yeah, she she hopped off the Zoom. Uh oh. Maybe she had to, she, she probably had to restart. Uh oh. Do we want to have Dave go first and then? Yeah, let's go ahead and have Dave. Okay. For, we'll see if we can get her in. She may she may tech support herself into the last slot. <laughs> you can always send it via Slack. That, that's that's right. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right, now, Dave. Now, do you want to do a clock or no? The clock I just sure is we're doing up. It correctly. We got a 60-second clock up. Okay. This match was found hermetically sealed in a mayonnaise jar under Funkin' Waggle's porch. What? What? Um, <laughs> you doing a Johnny Carson some, bit? Some of those are words. Yes. Yes, like, it is. You just alienated half of our audience and, and wasted 20 seconds with it. <laughs> Luckily, I'm first, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. So, <laughs> taking out the Axiom... Um, uh, Johnny Gargano and oh, Scripps match. Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. Oh. Sorry, Alex. Uh, I, and I'm adding frantic energy. Okay. By replacing it with Nikki Cross. Okay. Hold on. Let me get. Oh no. What are you doing? Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Nikki Cross Thea and Thea Hale. Yes. Nikki Cross and Thea Hale. There oh. will be an explosion of energy between those two. Jesus. Especially since we got crazy naked back. Did you see her get kidnapped and she came back with uh, black lipstick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Um, and we do have we we do have Tina's move uh, to follow you up. So that is okay, good. Nikki Cross versus Thea Hale. That's a one-on-one match, correct? Oh, one-on-one. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's that's a lot of screaming. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, we do have uh, from Tina. Her move is going to be Oscar versus. I'm noticing a trend here. Roxanne Perez. And what's she taking out? Oh yeah, what is that? Uh, yeah, what is that taking out? Is that that's going to be a replace? Yeah, because right. uh, it's a kill and replace. I hope, I hope she can't. She can't because she can't replace the. Uh... Either that, or if she wanted to replace the Axiom Scripps Gargano match, partner can pick a new match to replace. Yeah, I can, if, she, if that's what she wanted, I can pick. I'll try picking another match to get rid of. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, I, I'm texting her so she's not on the delay now. So okay. um, we'll, we'll get that confirmed here. Um, I don't want to make another move until we we do have that confirmed. Yeah, here. but Jesus, Nikki versus Thea and Asuka <laughs> versus Roxanne Perez. Yeah. We no, might as well just do an all woman's uh, mayhem mania. We're back Honestly, to basics. We're not doing that yet. <laughs> back to basics. Back to it basics. Turn, hey, it may turn into it. You never know. You I mean, never know. Let's be let's be honest. We just there's enough the women. There's oh. enough women. Oh okay. hell yeah, there is. Oh, they, we could do that. Yeah, there's oh, absolutely enough. Yeah, she we, she also wanted to get rid of Axiom scripts. Uh, okay, so Dave, you pick a new match to get rid of. Okay, you know what? I'll get rid of the match. I put in the almost shanky Dumbakato. Oh, it's done its job. It's done its job already. It's so fine. you summon Dumbakato, then you send him back to the just to put him, exactly just to put him back in the drawer, the very very <laughs> large drawer. <laughs> oh Jeez. boy! Okay. All right, Katie, who's up next? Ooh, we got sword. Oh shit! It's me. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Oh shit, I better reset this counter. <laughs> nope, that's not right. That's not right either. There we go. Oh, God. Let's actually Sorry. give myself Here time. Go. Here we go. All right, what am I doing? You guys know what I'm gonna do, right? You're gonna put some some friends of the show back. You know what I'm gonna do, right? Like you can already see what I'm gonna do, right? Is, is it Elias versus Corey Graves again? No. <laughs> No, because Corey's not clear. The rest of the list I knew. Um, once he is, we're changing the I game. I thought he was. In it's the meantime, clear. you know no, what Elias I'm going to do? versus Ezekiel. It's got to be that. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> what is, all right. What is the most boring match in front of me right now? And Not that not, these are going to be boring, but the most boring, the most unentertaining match. Right Cross now, I've got my, my time's going out. I, I feel like we can do something with Goldberg and R-Truth. Yeah. You know what? Oh, let's just throw Elias in there and make it a three-way. <laughs> Goldberg versus Elias versus Our Truth. Sure, why not? Because I'm like, well, Our Truth versus Elias is just a mid-card match on Raw. Goldberg versus Elias <laughs> is just going to be, you know, what that's going to be. But if you make it a three-way, now I'm interested on what All might right. happen to this. 
Oh boy. I mean, as long as we can get a duet, uh, a rap um, guitar duet between R Truth and Elias. Sorg, you actually messed up something I was going to do. Oh, I played the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. huh? I, I, I was thinking about doing something, but I can't do it anymore. Jeez. All right, Katie, who's up next? Ronnie Starks. Before you start my timer, uh, what matches haven't we touched yet? Uh, Brizango versus Maximum Male Models. Rollins versus Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Austin versus Cena. And Piper Niven versus Valhalla. All right, we'll Those get, are the ones we have not touched. We'll get rid of the Rizongo tag match. Wow. Oh, no. I know, How I know, dare sorry. you, Ronnie. And in you. its place will be a triple threat tag oh. team match. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, it'll be Jimmy and Jay Uso mm-hmm. versus DIY. Mm. Uh, is Champa cleared? I think Champa is still injured. Is he? I think so. Mm. He hasn't been on TV in no. a hot minute. Well, Johnny did mention he's injured dur- during his thing with the Miz, but yeah, I don't know if how how close he is to coming back. Well, if he's injured, uh, that's fine. I'll just do uh, Gargano and uh, Dexter Loomis. Okay, we'll bring that back. Keep it and in then- the family. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh god my head went somewhere terrible no no it's in the right place okay and uh <laughs> shut up and then um Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens oh okay all right okay. I like that okay I like that what is there a roll on can we can he use somebody that was just removed nope so no. Gargano's off the table Okay. No, 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 he can't. He was, can't. As long as it wasn't removed from the match that he... Oh, he can't ready. remove yeah. it with a match yeah. with that person. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. By, by I, the way, Sword, the move I was going to make. I was going to add to the Brazonko and Maximum Male Models match. Sorry. I was going to add Elias and Boogs. There's no sorry. There's no sorry. There's no sorry in Mayhem. 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 <laughs> no. Are you no, kidding no, no, it's fine. We're, we're here to hurt feelings. That's right. All right. So we That's removed Brizang- Ryan removed Brizango and uh, versus Maximale models and added Dexter and Gorgano versus Sammy and Owens mm-hmm. versus okay. Usos. Oh wait, yeah. there's a three way. Oh, yeah. versus yeah. Usos. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Oh boy. So you're going to have fun with those graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze six people in there. Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see. Either I can Alex Carr someone. Or, mm, oh, this is tough because I, I I was gonna do an Elias Boogs alliance, like just call them the Wild um, Drifters. Kind of needs to happen now, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Now that they're on the same show, uh, I I like the Rhea versus Gunther match. So I'm not gonna Alex Cards that. <laughs> um, but. I, but I hate to say it, Tina. I'm looking at this Carmelo and Seth match. Oh, no. But that's a good match. No, I know. It's a good match. I don't know if I'm doing anything to it yet. I'm just looking at it. I'll say that, that's a next year's WrestleMania match. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That could be. Yeah, that could see, be that, that's well. the thing. It very well could be. Yeah. Um, is it too realistic? <laughs> see, this is, this is what, what I'm... What is the goal here? 
We're we're trying to book a better show. Book better than WrestleMania. Book yes. better. Yes. Book better, not. It's All right. You know what? No, no. I'm not gonna do days. that. I'm not gonna do that. I'll I'll I'll. Tina's not here to fight for her own pick, so I'll let that stand for a week. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to replace Valhalla with someone who just <laughs> returned tonight on NXT. Uh oh. And we're going to have Piper Niven versus Ilya Dragunov. Wait, what? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. that's a that's what we're, okay. we're going to do. What? We're yeah. going to do Piper Niven versus Ilya Dragunov. Okay. That was that was a that was a a left turn right there. I wasn't. I was literally off the top of my head. I I don't hate it. At all? Top of my head, because I want to see Ilya Dragunov go for a torpedo in Moscow, Piper Niven, and just bounce off. <laughs> and she just shrugs him off. Like well, no. that, that to me, it just sounds magical. <laughs> but you forget that he literally beat the shit out of Walter or Gunther. No, I don't. I don't forget at all. But also. You no. need to see Piper Niven in a false gun anywhere match, sir. I was gonna say, I'll say you watch the ICW yeah. ones, right? <laughs> no, I watched the one in NXT UK. Oh, you need she to watch. A, you need to watch the... Kaylee Ray. That they went, they went fucking. Dude, 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 dude. Watch. I don't think you can right now. Well, I, well it's, it's probably off, it's probably off Peacock. Uh, well, you know, hey, WXW is still on there, so I'm wondering if it wasn't yes. all of them that got pulled. But it's got to be on YouTube or something. But I think it's the ICW. No, uh, WXW is still on Peacock. It's ICW in progress. Yeah. So, but but you need to find that, sir. Um, I'm sure you have ways to find it. Which which one? Uh, it's uh, I think it's the ICW one, and it's it's uh, Viper, I guess Niven, and uh, was she Killer Kelly before? Was that right? Killer Kelly? No, okay. that's somebody else. That's one in Impact. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, the two of them, it, it's the same match. It's false count anywhere. Oh, Kaylee Ray. Okay, Kaylee Ray. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the same match, but it's like you know, not on TV. So they do a bit more. So because um, I think Tina. Oh, there, there's a there's a match: Piper Niven versus Alpha Fire, Queen of Insanity. Yeah, that. Yeah, has to be that stuff. About. That kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Go go look at yeah, that. Yeah, I, I I'm just seeing the the end result uh thumbnail and. Yep. Yep, I'm very happy yeah, with my fear and loathing. Fear and loathing eleven. Fear and loathing, yeah. Uh, uh, Viper, Viper, and Kaylee Ray, Queen of Insanity match. Yep, uh, I, I just saw it on the YouTube's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I definitely want to see Viper versus. Who needs the peacock? No, no one. When you got oh YouTube. dear God! <laughs> the, the trash can full of thumbtacks. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Everybody remember this when we get to Patreon in the bank. By the way. Uh, so <laughs> Queen of Insanity, man. Uh, Katie, I don't know if you could read my notes or if you were taking separate notes, but what do we have now? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Podner brought in uh, Cross versus Thea Hale, and um, she he dropped the four way. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina brought in Roxanne versus Oscar and removed the three way. So no four ways, no three ways, just ways <laughs> just one ways for, for just one way for a turn we got a six way or <laughs> well we don't we still have a three-way we'll still have, we still have a three-way match yes um and then sorg added elias to the goldberg versus our truth match because why not got a little more chaos now we got a three-way now we got to figure out what <laughs> instrument bill goldberg plays uh 
The piccolo. It's your, <laughs> the, the ocarina. <laughs> no, that's where that's where Cody plays. So sorry, Katie, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Roddy removed Brizango versus I'm gonna go with Evan MM. Added Dexter and Gargano uh versus Sammy and Owens versus Usos. Finally, Mad Mike Mike added um Piper and removed Valhalla and added Ilya Dragon. Dragon off. Yeah. I know it says dragon, dragon space of when when no. it all corrected. <laughs> Ilya Dragon off. I'll get Piper better in. about this. I'm trying to write it dragon. so I remember it for oh. the po- for the post later. Dragon, Just, dragon, rock the dragon. dragon no. Unleash the dragon. Oh my god. So um that is the lineup after uh, a second week of mayhem mania uh and wow that is a that is a lineup um <laughs> well done everyone oh good job we're, everybody we're, we're, we're doing we're doing a good job this year yes yes i think it's nice we're focused we're back to basics this this is something and we've already put an entire family in jail uh so <laughs> Does that include Triple H? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, okay. the the line is actually Stephanie, Vince. What was it? Stephanie, I, I Vince, mean, Shane. I mean, Triple and, H is not in a condition. No, 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 no. And Linda oh. was included in that. I did not add Linda because the graphic was getting full. And Fair. and I feel like she's a politician now and staying away from this. So, um, so I just I made the executive I made the executive call on that one. She she's standing there behind them because she's so much shorter. No, uh, she's in the wheelchair. She's in the wheelchair. There you go. That's what yeah. that explained. She's just <laughs> in the wheelchair. She's just in the corner in catatonic sword, again. Sword. It, just in the graphic. Just put the top of her head. <laughs> uh, perhaps we'll see, we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll squeeze her in next week. I will have to find the picture of her with the wheelchair. Oh shit! Uh, then just like Stratus in the corner winking at him. Uh, yep. Just the you know the completely throwback to that horrid storyline. So, oh my God, Katie, how are you doing after the second week of this? Not bad. This is this is pretty fun so far. So don't far, ruin, don't ruin it next week. We, we'll, we'll see. All <laughs> yeah. right, this, this is only the first week where we had to like break some hearts. So. That's right. That's yeah. right. This is where it starts. And then it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have a Mayhem Mania. We'll have a live show next week. Just a program note: the 18th, we will not have a Mayhem Mania. So whatever the, bridges you burn, 18th? whatever bridges the 21st, you, you mean the 21st, it's the 18th. Oh, the 18th. I'm working. And that's one of the reasons yeah. we're not doing anything on the 21st. Damn it. Remember, when, when, remember Katie, when I just tried to book you for 420 and it was supposed to be in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's how good I'm doing. Um, yes. Yeah, so okay, you got him sword. Yes. So, so whatever bridges you burn next week, Will be a flame for an extra week, is what I'm trying to say. So you know, I'm just gonna have to take like some kind of uh, poster with me to Disney and just hold it up in front of the like the Falcon and say, "Screw your feelings" with my new match graphic on it. Yes, <laughs> is that gonna do your pick for the week? <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I will like say, I will say, I'm not going to be on next week. So if someone, uh, if someone gets rid of my match. I'll have two weeks to think about revenge. I, this, is this I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> yeah, just throwing that out there. Listen, I'll have two weeks to think about how to get back at you in the worst possible. Ronnie, if you turn in that graphic before um, before uh, uh, deadline that that week you're gone, 
Mm. I will include it as your first pick. Okay. I like that is that that will win for just the method. I'll try to uh, get not a big poster board, but something I could fit in my bag. I don't give a shit about your logistics. Make it happen. <laughs> okay. No, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Ronnie, make it happen. I'll make it happen. Like like you you figure it out, but you're the one in Florida. You're the one that has to figure that out. So I'll figure it out. But if you get it to me, you will you will have the pick for the week. The first pick right. of the week. Like that deserves it. Listen, favors and uh not favors, but uh like and I think Katie already said that she's bribable. Mm-hmm. And no one's tried it yet. No, nobody has tried I've, it yet. I, I tried it accidentally. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> it counts. So if everybody sips an extra zero in their Patreon, then <laughs> just saying. Uh, or a zero, I guess. Um, anyways, uh, so Mayhem Mania, that is it. Second week is in the can. It's time to find out what did you learn from wrestling this week? Who would like to go first? Chat room, please hit us up as well. I've learned that Cody Rhodes is eventually become Terry Funk when he's older, and he's gonna scream forever, forever. I think he's gonna and he's gonna cry on screen Mm -hmm. forever. He's kind of there now already. I think Cody Rhodes can't wait to become uh, Terry Terry Funk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I really think he just like I think he's one of those guys like I can't wait to be an old wrestler. To do whatever the hell I want, then. I mean, his dad kind of did that, didn't he? Because mm-hmm. that's when he was doing. Well, I guess he did bloody matches back in the eighties. But I mean, hell, Dustin's doing that now. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Dustin's about to have a blood feud of Swerve. <laughs> oh, jeez, he is, isn't he? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyways, who's next? Who's what'd you learn? Um, I'll go. I- Okay. okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Okay, I learned that, and I learned this tonight, that Shawn Michaels wanted to rewrite his own storyline <laughs> at the end of NXT, except that instead of that coward going through the plain glass window, Gigi Dolan tried to go through, tried to escape through that door, that coward. And JC Jane did not like that, and that was a nasty kick to the face. <laughs> I mean, that was impactful. I think somebody owed her money. Yeah. I mean, that... that <laughs> and Gross. that door did not give. No, it didn't. No, no it did not. Or freestanding but, door in a wrestling ring. It didn't move at all. <laughs> also, if, if you go through the door, like exit through the ding-dong hello door, do you end up at the APA uh, poker table? Yes. Okay. I'm curious now. I kind of want to see that happen. Is that, or is the other side of that door the one where uh, Bray Wyatt comes out? No, it's a different color door. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that we've gone from boss time to it's time to rock and roll because Trish is showing up next week. What? And this time she's in control. And we're going to get Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. And that's going to be oh, wild. <laughs> that's going to be wild shit. Listen, I learned that last night was my Raw 30 because Alita came out out of fucking nowhere in that mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that music hit. I'm like, <laughs> what? Alita? God, that's great. Oh, and Sorg, did you see the post-Raw 
Becky Lynch doing the Jeff Hardy arm arm move. No. Yeah, later <laughs> in the ring, you saw Becky doing the. Was that after they went dark? Uh, yeah, yeah. Someone captured it on cell phone video. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's that's, that's amazing. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, was, Katie, what did you learn in wrestling this week? I'm an excellent GM. Oh yes. Oh oh, did you kick Riz's ass? We're we're still in what? I think we were in we we lost until week eight. No, you got the week twelve of fifteen. Nine. Was it twelve? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were within like hundreds of dollars of each other, I think. Katie, you gotta you gotta watch what um uh Breeze and Woods are doing in the Battle of the Band brands for tips. Hmm. That might be a yeah. good one. That's over on up up down down, right? Yeah. Um uh, Katie, what what was your big uh, your big selling point on all of your shows? What were you putting in everything? <laughs> um, my run in, Bobby Lashley run in. <laughs> he wrestled in one match, and then it was a run in for almost every other, like at least once a show. Oh. And then I had a show with every match was a hell in a cell. Holy hey, crap! Was, wasn't it Lana and Tamina? <laughs> <laughs> Tamina was having her best year on your GM mode. Wow. Phenomenal. It was like a 70%, like a 70 in the likability, like popularity. She's never, that's, she's never reached that. So That's, that's wild. It's <laughs> amazing. I don't um, think she's ever reached that cumulatively. Hey, side what I learned, um, I watched the what I presume is the finale of the season of Young Rock. Where they did young Andre and young Pat Patterson mm-hmm. was phenomenal. They also do uh, Peter Mayavia. Um, I didn't know some things about Peter Mayavia in movies, and they have an interaction with him and a certain movie star that is pretty fantastic. So uh, definitely check out. It's uh, season. Where are they? I think they're on season three, episode ten of Young Rock. Really, really I gotta good. catch up. And they tell catch. they tell Pat Patterson's early story. I just That's uh, cool. So it's very, very cool. Friend, uh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I just had a friend uh, do extra work for Young Rock. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's so, good. Yeah. I, I, is it so? It's so weird to watch an NBC primetime show where they straight up are doing wrestling lingo. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they explain it, but like unapologetically, they're just. It's really interesting, especially when they were talking about the movie kind of stunt work stuff in it. Like it was they were they're talking about like the wrestling way and everything. Right. So and actually they talked about a trick that I didn't know about, about throwing punches. So but I'm not going to spoil that. But anyways. Um, anybody else in here? Oh, Chat and room? one more thing. Yes. Molly Holly is playable in 2K23. So she that's was, a win. For, that's a win for all. Of she us. was in 222, wasn't she? No, she was not. Oh. She was. I know she was in one of them, probably like twenty two or something. I know I played as her. So <laughs> I also what I learned today that has nothing to do about wrestling. Don't take an old Xbox three hundred and sixty and put it on its side, or you'll ruin your Tekken Cross uh, Street Fighter disc. Ooh. Yeah. So oh, Sorkin wow. needs to go buy a new game. Uh, so, uh, anyways, or find anybody knows any disc repair. I don't know if the, the exchange still does it. Please give me any tips on that. My DMs, please. Um, so. I can check right now. What, oh, you, wait, wait, what are you, you Googling it? Yeah. 
I can Google it. I mean, it's all right. Thank oh, you. Well, but I was just trying to thank help. You. Thank you, bro. I just <laughs> haven't had time fuck to. out of me. I just, no, no, you're all right, man. I mean, just, it's fine. I appreciate it. So, all right. I think that's everybody. I don't see anything in the chat room. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for presiding. Oh, anytime. I'll be back next week. Yes. Are you going to be on any wrestles this weekend? No, I don't think you are. are uh, you? No, I got other plans. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but uh, anyways, a lot of wrestling happened this week. Of course, as Micah mentioned, uh, Thursday night, 2T, 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 oh God, I can't see, 2T, T, 2T. T. The thing out in New Kensington. We're going to be out there. We're just going to be a few matches. It's going to be streaming, like I said, on the indie wrestling. T, 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 T. Um, of course, Rise Wrestling is going to be this weekend as well. We'll be uh, out there doing production. That'll be, of course, on the network uh, shortly after. Um, and a lot, a lot of stuff happening the next week, and we'll get into that next week. Um, I don't think we have anybody scheduled. We'll see about changing that because there's plenty to talk about. It's also Valentine's Day next week. It's Valentine's Day next week? Yes, it is. Oh, we need a wrestling couple to come in then. Maybe pretty proper. I think they're, unless I knew they were in fucking Alaska. So I, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, hey, it, it'd be another state for us to check off our list. For Can what? What, the have people come in from? Yeah. That is true. I don't think we've ever had a call from Alaska. I don't think so. No. Can, can we get Katie and Andrew? What's that? Can we get Katie and Andrew? I was thinking about that. Don't blow up my spot here. Uh, yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody, ta- somebody tagged them and said they should be on the show. Uh, call them out publicly. That's how we get booked now. Uh, but anyways, I'll just drop them DMs. If there you go. Slide in the DMs. That's weird. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you to Christopher Landis and that book again. Ronnie, you got it in front of you. Yep. Nope, there you go. It's a reach right Damn. there. Quest. No, I can't read. Quest for oh, the Dragon Star. Oh, 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 oh. There, <laughs> the WMAC Masters. And again, please, if you're if you're catching up on the uh, episodes on on the YouTube's, it's apparently very very worth it. I was oh, loving yeah. it. I was oh, loving yeah. it. Um, some good stuff there. Prof Pod on the Twitters. Uh, Ronnie Starks is uh, various things on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad Mike Four Day Three. Who else is in here that I'm missing? I think that's everybody, right? Kate, Katie Dutters. is K Dutters on the Twitters. Hey. Kate Marie she likes, on the she Instagram. likes chocolate milk. She likes chocolate milk. I do. You do. I love chocolate milk. Yes. <laughs> I'm at Sorgatron. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.